found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Tuesday edition of Tidbits. This is the fourth day of the month of April. and Here we are ready to roll. Yesterday, I've got to say this, Matt. Okay. It was a uh, wonderful day. We didn't have wailing winds. <laughs> this is true. We had some sunshine. It was just a lovely day. I I um, <clears throat> I uh, went home for lunch, and my wife and I was. She was like, "Do you want to go for a walk?" So we did. We hit the trail, and was it like Field of Dreams? Hey, hey, Matt, want to go for a walk? <laughs> Not quite. Okay. Not quite. But yeah, we went for a delightful walk yesterday. It was a wonderful day to do it. Today, a little different story. We've got possibility of showers and storms that'll be both uh, today tonight and again tomorrow into tomorrow night nice and then we should see a decent break all right of uh, precipitation because we've had quite a bit true story more than we need yep you know we've talked about going for a cruise going on a cruise talked about the ill effects that if you eat the you know certain foods you could get the the sailing <laughs> trots. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This from Virgin. A passenger has uh, died after falling from a balcony. Yeah. Now, why Why do you... <laughs> okay. Because if you've ever been on one of those and the rail and... I mean, you're way up there mm-hmm. off the water. Why on earth would you ever think about getting even close to falling over that rails beyond me? The passenger fell shortly after departure as the ship went to Rotan, Honduras. A Virgin spokesperson said the passenger went over their balcony onto a lower deck and despite receiving immediate medical attention, passed away. Deeply saddened by the loss of life and their hearts and thoughts are with the person's loved ones. It's just... What does it say they fell seven stories? Was it that far? Yeah. Um, so the, the question is, does, was it an accident? Was it on purpose? Did, was it, were they, were they shoved, you know, I was mean, it uh, horseplay? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to any of that, but, um, I don't know. It's just, I did want to get, and evidently they didn't fall into the water. It fell off one deck and onto another. Mm-hmm. It's like baseball. Yeah, remember seeing that one guy way out there in the outfield, those seats the way yeah. they are. Yeah, falling over the edge trying to get a a, a home run, and so I, I and I guess you, your brain just doesn't tell you you know what's <laughs> the right thing to do at the time. Yeah, I know, I know. I just can't imagine falling off. You know, you're all set for a good time. You know. They went back to port. They went back to Miami and then went out later adjusting their port of call. And then uh, I wouldn't want to be the guy that was there on deck where he hit. I want to say, Virgin, um, you know, if you were on that cruise and you decided, you know what, no, I can't. If you got off when you came back to Miami, they offered you a 100% you know, within a, you can use it within a year, but like kind of a refund and a another. Well, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because it could be upsetting, 
you know. If yeah, I mean, especially very, if you're you if know. it hits a deck and you know you, yeah, I know. Now you know these ships are large, very large, and you know there's probably hundreds and hundreds of people didn't even know anything happened. But we move on to NASA. Someone said, unless you're ten feet tall, you'd have to climb the railing to fall off. See. There's just got to be something involved there. You know, were you stupid enough to sit up there for a photograph? You know, I I don't know, know, man. <laughs> I don't know the I don't know any of the situation surrounding this. It's like people and taking I, pictures. I do know I do know that that Virgin, this Virgin Cruise, I I do know that they they have designed their ships unlike other cruise ships. So you know, what may be true on one ship may not be true for Virgin. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But it's like the not paying attention, taking pictures, you're on a cliff. And then, come, bam, there you go. You're come on. 400 feet. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean. it's this. NASA has named the four astronauts who will fly to the moon by the end of next year. A woman, which is a first, and three fellas including the first black astronaut on a lunar mission. There you go. Four astronauts will be the first to fly NASA's Orion capsule, launching on top of a space launch system rocket from Kennedy Space Center no earlier than late 2024. They will not land or even go into lunar orbit, but they'll fly around the moon and head straight back to Earth. Kind of like starting all over again in the 60s. <laughs> it's kind of what it sounds like. <clears throat> if this next 10-day moonshot goes well, NASA aims to land two astronauts on the moon by 2025. How about that? Will we fall for it again? Will we? <laughs> if you're just now joining us, Dale does not believe we um, went to the moon the first time. I just... Uh, because we, we weren't smart enough back then to I, do it. Look at the technology the way it is today compared to the 60s, okay? And I just, uh, I, I'm sorry, I, I believe we had the technology, but the luck of it all, you know, because look what's happened just in the, the era of the space shuttle yeah. and the disasters. Yeah. And I mean, these were... Very concise, you know. Mm -hmm. I I just I don't know. And all the astronauts that were involved are dying, so the secret goes with them. Okay. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. I mean, if we did, nobody else has. Nobody else even bothered to try. Nobody else is still even bothering to try. That we know of. Now, we'll be, <laughs> you know, Russia just gave. No, because it was a big space race. You know, Russia was the first to, you know, mm -hmm. was who's going to do this? You know, that was our big deal. We can't fire nuclear weapons at you, but by golly, we'll beat you to space. <laughs> we'll take you on in Olympics, even though you're all full of hormones. Yes. We'll take you on, though. <laughs> it just, I don't know. Uh, 80s it, were wild, man. <clears throat> And if you go there, are you going to go back to where you landed originally? That's a good question. Should still be a flag there, right? Yeah, some golf balls. 
The dune buggy. The dune buggy. <laughs> Is it still up there? The dune buggy. Okay. That's another one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We sent this little rover to Mars. It goes two mile an hour. Okay. <laughs> that's the best it can do. Yeah, a dune buggy up on the moon. <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't know. Because we're Americans, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, if you really think about it, okay, it's, mm. it's just, I don't know. You, don't you question it? <laughs> It's like we just yeah, you know, hey, it's, USA. USA. <laughs> it's to me, it's it's too big of a conspiracy to keep secret. You know what I mean? Like it's is it? There's far too many people involved. <laughs> We've got all kinds of aliens running around out there. Well, <laughs> even though you think they'd be killing us, <laughs> okay. I know they would. <laughs> I just I don't know. So we'll see how things go with this. And what kind of issues they may have. Okay. Apollo 13 had some issues. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But again, you don't label your spacecraft 13. <laughs> okay. There <laughs> there are no 13th floors in, in hotels. Right. I mean, you just... So anyway, we'll see. Coming up in the not-too-distant future. No earlier than late... 2024 for the first mission. Maybe it'll be another moment in history. We'll gather around our computer screens and watch it in real time. We'll remember where we were when we circled the moon. Okay. In 24. At 636, we got a couple of messages and we'll be back with tidbits. This is Tidbits. It's 6.38. It is a Tuesday edition of Tidbits, and we are back. Matthew has some pertinent information. So we were, we were talking about the moon landing, because we're going back there in 24 to orbit it. Yeah. And then we're probably going to go back to the moon in 25. Yeah. And Dale is under the, the camp that it, the whole thing in the 60s was faked. It was just a ploy to beat the Russians, and it was faked. Then we get a text okay. this morning. We yeah. get a text that says the movie Capricorn One proves Dale's point. I'd never heard of Capricorn One, All right. so I looked it up. Capricorn One is a 1978 British, British produced. Okay, because they know better. Okay, they know better. British produced <laughs> American thriller film in which a reporter discovers that a supposed Mars landing yeah. by a crewed mission to the planet had been faked via a conspiracy involving the government under duress, the crew themselves. See, now I remember this movie because, you know, they're doing this. They're showing the, you know, all the stuff like we watched during the moon landing. Mm-hmm. Then something went amok with their, whatever they were doing. So that then had to kill the crew because, you know, whatever happened in this movie Indicated that the crew was lost. Ah. It stars Elliot Gould as a reporter. Oh, he's a good one. James Brolin. Oh, Brolin. Sam Watterson. Oh, yeah, Sam. And O.J. Simpson. Old O.J. before he was a bad guy. (laughs) Hal Holbrook plays a senior NASA official (laughs) who goes along with governmental and corporate interests and helps to fake the mission. But that's the gist of it. They, They, you know, something went along, something went amok. 
course, it's nationally televised or whatever. And with whatever happened, they, they had to kill the crew. So the crew, you know, they get out of the the thing and they're running. At the base, yep. NASA official Kellaway informs the astronauts <laughs> that a faulty life support system would have killed them in flight. He says they must help counterfeit the television footage during the flight to and from Mars. Another failed space mission would result in NASA funding being cut and private contractors losing millions of profits. He threatens their families to force their cooperation. Yeah. They remain captive during the flight and appear to be filmed after landing on Mars, although they're actually inside a makeshift TV studio at the base. There you go. And then, then they, you know, they end up taking off, right? Because they're being chased after. They're, they got to kill them. Yeah, something. I don't know. <laughs> so, there's a lot here. There's yeah. quite the lengthy. So watch the movie and you'll have uh, what happened. In real life, folks, because the British know. Because <laughs> okay. the Brits know. Yeah. They know. They know what's up. So that's a movie you can watch. OJ, see, so gets seen when he was still a likable fella, when he was still jumping over suitcases in the, in the tarmac. That's right. <laughs> Multiple, now this is bad news for Easter. Mm. Bad news. Multiple colors of Peeps marshmallow candies could cause cancer. Because they contain an artificial coloring called red dye number three. That's been around a long time. Wow. Why have they never gotten rid of it? It's been an issue for years. All right. It says the purple and pink colored peeps are made with a dye that's a known carcinogen. Consumer reports flagged nine different peeps and other candies manufactured by Just Born Quality Confections as containing red dye number number three, including pink and lavender peeps, along with hot tamales, the, the candy, and wild berry marshmallow bunnies. The organization's also calling on the Food and Drug Administration to ban the dye in foods. I thought they did. I, I really they, did. Yeah, guess not. Red dye number three is banned by the FDA from use in cosmetics since 1990. But still allowed in food. Wow. Don't put this on your face, but go ahead well, and go swallow it. Go ahead and consume it in your body. It's fine. <laughs> What's wrong with us? I don't know. Because it was brought up years ago, I'm sure, with M&Ms. I remember it. Right. You, you lost the red M&M for Isn't a while. Isn't that, okay, I, I mean, I, I could be wrong. Isn't that what a lot of kids have a weird reaction to and it, like, makes them super hyperactive? Is it? Am I thinking of something else? Help me out. I mean, is it red dye number okay. three? I don't know. But if, the, if that's in... Especially, you know, like drinks, Kool-Aid, whatever. It reacts differently in kids. Why do they use it? I don't know. Evidently, just for coloring. I don't know. It says that um, consumers can also read information on packaging and their website to help them make informed choices about their products. This is someone from Just Born concerning Peeps. More than 2,900 food products on the market today contain red dye 3. 2,900. Including many artificially flavored and artificially colored candy marketed to kids. I, I just, I, I know many, many years ago, red dye number 3 was brought up as being bad. Right. And I, I thought then they got rid of it. <clears throat> Is it just, well, they forgot about it. Let's go. I don't know. 
So anyway, be careful on the consumption of peeps. I would presume perhaps a few peeps you might get by. I don't know. It's going to be up to the parents to decide whether or not you want your kids eating those peeps. And look how many you've ate through the years. (laughs) Okay. Now they're telling you. By the way, Matt, I know you're always in the market, but um, now is the worst time to buy a car. It's almost never been as hard to buy a new or used car in the U.S. as it is today, despite improving supply issues. Vehicle transportation prices have been climbing higher and faster since 2020 than any other point in more than 35 years. Wow. The Consumer Price Index for both new and used cars, much higher than they were in 2019. Data shows inflation for used cars has been cooling down, but used cars have a long way to go before approaching 2019 sale prices, and new car prices have yet to slow down. The average transaction price of a new car has jumped nearly 12 grand in the past five years. Dang. For used cars, the average transaction price is still nearly $9,000 higher than it was in February of 2018. Car buyers haven't uh, seen price hikes like these since the 70s and 80s. What makes the 2020s unique is how much car prices rose in a short period of time. I just still remember, are they still over there? Because I don't, I'm not going to go to Kokomo with the road the way it is <laughs> and the terror and the horror I hear about the road. Okay. So, yeah, 35 is pretty bad. Okay. Now, have you? Are the trucks still lined up over there, wall to wall? And I don't. I was just over there. I don't. And remember. are they any good anymore that they remember. sit there that long? I don't know. Wouldn't they be rat infested and ruined? That was the problem. That was absolutely a problem when this thing started of mice getting up yeah. and eating the electric. Oh yeah, that was. Totally it's like so. All those produced vehicles were just ruined. Basically, several were. Yeah. 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 I mean, not all of them. No, but, but I don't I just don't get it. Why it took two years to pass the build your own chip, you know, bill sure. in the U.S. I, I just, that should have been right away. You know, we've got facilities right here that could have done it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, as the president, enact the let's build our own chips here bill. And let's get these vehicles on the road. That was ridiculous that it takes that long to, to accomplish such a, a feat. And I know there are probably protocols involved with your trade agreements and stuff like that where you can't. So someone suggests you take 35 to Walton. <clears throat> okay, I go to Walton. Then you turn east. East? On 218. 218. Take that to 31. 31. Then drop it down to Kokomo. Okay. Then I could go look for myself. Yeah. That's what they're telling me. Yeah. Did you watch the men's um, March Madness game? I, I haven't By watched. the way, real quick here. Okay. Someone texted in, was red dye number four? I don't recall. I think it was because? three. I've always heard three, but maybe that's just... I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, what about it? What? March Madness? Yeah. Well, it wasn't much to watch. 76-59, the final. Hmm. As UConn took their fifth title over San Diego State. That was a battle of number four and five seeds. Not a nary a number one survived. What a what a debacle <laughs> from the very beginning that uh, that thing was. But interesting. Yeah. But I lost interest after about the first 32. There you go. 
This from your era when you were a youngster sitting on the couch. Wrestling legend Bushwhacker Butch <laughs> passed away after a brief illness. Remember the Bushwhackers? I do not remember the Bushwhackers. Seriously. Yeah. thought that may have been. He was 78. That tells you how old. It's like Hulk Hogan. You know, he was out there. What are you, Hogan? You're like 48 years old. You're out. You know, what are you guys doing? <laughs> you know? Uh, we got a text. Okay. That the trucks are gone in Kokomo. Okay. How they? Thanks, Rick. Did they have to tow him? <laughs> okay. <laughs> in the dead of night, they packed him up. No, I don't know. But he was 78 years old. Okay. And these wrestlers, I'm telling you, they wrestle like they're 50, you know, and they're yeah. still going out there. Yeah. And I know they get paid pretty well. You know what? You know what's crazy? <laughs> it's it's the same thing. You know, I um, when the month of May hits, there's a... IMS will release a lot of classic Indy 500. And if you watch from, you know, the 60s, 70s, up into the 80s, into the 90s, really, all those drivers were in their mid-30s, early 40s, all of them. Yeah. And nowadays, if you're in your mid-30s, early 40s, you're you're old. Yeah. I mean, it's like, when are you going to quit? When are you going to retire? <laughs> you're getting awfully <laughs> old for this. <laughs> and why did we look so much older back then? Allenzer Sr. is the, I think he's the oldest. And he was 50, I want to say 56. No kidding. When he won his yeah. fourth? No kidding. Yeah. I don't know. Now, that's ancient. I mean, that yeah, is, that's, that's ancient yeah. in, in today's... Well, the times they are changing. Yeah. But you're right. Wrestlers were the same way. They were all like in their 40s. I mean, <laughs> it's upper 30s and mid 40s when they were... It's, it's crazy. Red Dye 40. All right. That's what the, this report here is... A synthetic food dye made from petroleum. <laughs> Drink a little gas, Junior. <laughs> the research has shown that it's linked to certain ADHD symptoms. Okay. Such as hyperactivity. May also cause other neurobehavioral effects in kids. People can check for red dye 40 on food labels if they wish to limit their intake. Mm -hmm. That's from February of last year. That's red dye number 40. We're talking red dye number three. Yeah. Is any red dye really worth a hoot? Probably not. So anyway, that's just unbelievable. So anyway, he was 78. And I rec I don't remember. When was the first WrestleMania? It's been years now. I lose track oh, of time. Let me see. But it's been, what, probably 30 years. But even at that. This guy would have been in the his very own. first okay. WrestleMania. WrestleMania one. <laughs> yeah. March 31st, 1985. Joe Stets wins. 85. Way to go, Joe. Stets knew it. <laughs> so almost 40 years, 38 years. Yeah. Yeah. 38 years. This guy would have been 40 if he was in that. Okay. So that's pretty old for a guy getting munched around on the, you know, beaten around, thrown on tables. For sure. But uh, he died suddenly. Uh, there were two of them. And they come out, they were from Australia. The Bushwhackers. <laughs> yes. So, for you that uh, may have enjoyed those uh, wonderful days of wrestling. Uh. And finally, this story. Children whose bedtime is later on weekends than during the week. All right. Tend to be heavier with larger waistlines. 
Hey, that's me. <laughs> what kid didn't stay up later on weekends? Okay, it's 8 o'clock, Junior. <laughs> this is uh, likely due to social jet lag, the shift in someone's body clock caused by varying bedtimes, which may also affect how efficiently they process food. <clears throat> Researchers looked at 10,245 kids, age 9 to 12, in Finland. <laughs> okay. They were asked what time they went to bed on school nights and non-school nights. Results show the average kid going to bed two hours later on the weekend had a waist circumference about an inch larger. Now, kids have been doing that for ages. I mean, for ages. Friday, Saturday night, you were not going to bed at your normal You're watching Sammy Terry. You're up late. (laughs) Come on. Now, you got weary and you didn't make it through Sammy Terry. You were asleep on the floor. maybe, Maybe it's different in Finland. I don't know. I don't know. Does it is Finland a place where it stays light forever? Is that one of those Probably locations? Probably parts of it, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's going to affect them there. I don't know, but I, you know, kids as I remember back then, promoting early bedtimes, especially on weekends, should be considered an obesity prevention among school age children. <laughs> what a rip. Are, are, are you supposed to do that in the summer, too? <laughs> or it's uh, three hours of light when you put your kid to bed at seven? What a rip. You know, mm-hmm. kids deserve to, to be kids. I still do it as an adult on the there weekends. I will stay up far later and than look I at should. you. Look at me. I am <laughs> as big as a house, but that's beside the point. But I don't think that I don't know. I mean... Take that with a grain of salt, I guess. Yeah. It's 654. Look at 654. Are you serious? Oh, my goodness. We gotta, I had we, no clue we were this. We got to get out of here. What a fun show it's been. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing. Leave a comment. Leave a like. And thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.